0: Going on live in three two and one. So what I'm trying to say is if I can change. <laughs> and you can change. We must meet so. presents the Jerry Torres Program. No bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, just happy fun stuff. And now, here's your host, Jerry Torres! Five-time Emmy Award winning anchor, Ron Burgundy, and Titz McGee. Now go do that voodoo that you do, Yes! Welcome one and all to a really short version of the Jerry Torres program here on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'm on TikTok Live and uh, I keep forgetting just I pause this, but anyway. So welcome, everybody, to another edition episode of the Jerry Torres Program. You can listen to me on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'm also on TikTok Live. And what else do I have? Where else do well, I can go on? Anything I want. But um, no, I'm not on Instagram. And no, I'm not on Facebook. And definitely not on Twitter. I am on TikTok because TikTok is now the biggie, biggie, boom, boom. And uh, I had a pretty good day today, this morning. Let's see, pretty yummy, ya. Okay, here's the thing. Anybody that comes on TikTok Live, I will mention your name, and you can listen to your name on the audio. So right now, let's see who's on live with me. Let me see. Let me see. Relax. I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm not going to put you down, insult you in any way or form. Live Proverbios. All right. O O'Leary, the proverb bios, and the Bible is de Bíblia sagra. Okay, that's Spanish or Portuguese, I have no idea, but welcome. Anyway, <laughs> um, welcome everybody, so Jim914, welcome, welcome, really kid, user, keep coming on, stay on, and I will keep popping out your name, and also give a shout out to your TikTok page, if you like me too. Like I see right now, who is on here, I and mean, two people are on here, and two people left, two people are on. Well, welcome everybody. Like today, I had a pretty good day. I went to uh, got my oil change done in my car finally, and went to Spirit of Halloween. I love that place. Uh, they ordered my Ghostbuster backpack, which should be coming in soon. Hello, hello, hello! Who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Matt Poseidon, how you doing? How you doing, buddy? So let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Anybody that comes on, stays on, I will give a shout out to your TikTok page and people could come by and check it out. All right. Uh, I believe I do have someone that's very religious. Welcome. 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 So please keep it clean, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, I am on live as we speak, but today I'm going to keep it really, 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 really short. I don't know why, but today was so hot. I cannot stand this hot weather. I really cannot. It was unbearable it was ridiculous and where is my sound effects and my sound effects are here yay all right all right so I could not take this heat Ugh. it was ridiculous and soon they said tomorrow the weather so that's what you heard that's how hot this weather was uh oops sorry up. Set the place up. <laughs> so that's how hot it was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um I'm wearing my glasses because I cannot read small print. Uh so I guess you could say I'm nearsighted or something. But I welcome everybody. And uh, like I said it went to me see went to Spirit of Hollywood, then it went grocery shopping, you know. It was too hot to take a nice walk or, or go anywhere. I cannot take this heat. It is unbearable. And this is all I kept hearing This this is what the sun behind me Kept saying when I was walking Any day now Now That's how hot the sun was (laughs) Anyway Um So who is this? Host invites you along uh, Taylor uh, uh, Another time my dear Another time Um Right now, like I said, I'm going to keep this very, very, very short. I might do a 30, 35 minute. But like I said, anybody that comes on, stays on. I will give a shout out to you big time and tell people to check out your TikTok page and to follow you. So what else? And then after that, you know, did my five mile run and then actually four mile run. And I was listening and congratulations to Preston and Steve for being inducted to the Radio Hall of Fame. They clearly deserve it. They've been on the air for twenty five years now. Here is the thing about Preston and Steve. Um, when when uh Howard Stern, I used to be a huge uh Howard Stern fan, and when he left um regular radio, now this is what got me. Oops, what am I doing? Okay, something's wrong here. All right, perfect. Now right, there we go. And when he left radio. I was lost. I didn't know what to listen to. I could not figure out what the hell's going on. And, <coughs> excuse me. Hmm. Um, Let us see, hold on. <coughs> I knew I should have posted this up. So I guess you could say this is a a, a, a tribute show to Preston and Steve. Now, <coughs> oh my goodness. So Preston Elliot, whose real name is uh, Jeremiah, um nuremberg and (laughs) and let me stop um hold on hold on what is this what are they doing i don't want this all right all right uh this is not doing it for me okay they want me to subscribe and i don't want to okay so here we go now i should get it there we go and steve morrison whose new real name is sasha um just sasha yeah no (laughs) let me stop but anyway, when Howard Stern left in 2005, I believe it was that year, I didn't know what to listen to. He said he was going to go to satellite radio. So I went and got satellite radio and I heard him on there and he started to curse. But the problem was I had a job. There were some jobs that don't allow, you know, dirty radio and stuff. So I didn't know what to do. And so I started listening to this New Jersey. Hey, 10 Devin, one, two, three. Hello. And you left. So then I started to listen to New Jersey 101.5. They were really good there. And when they left, um, then Philadelphia became all talk radio. That lasted till like 2011. And it was like all these talk radio shows that were on there, all these talk personnels. And that was really good. But I didn't know nothing about President Steve until one day I was flipping through the radio. I was driving to work, and I came across uh and i heard steve elliott's voice when i heard his voice he was talking about how you know uh somebody's looking for ufos and and he says something that was so hysterical though i cannot say it on tiktok i don't want to take that risk it wasn't racist it wasn't like uh in any way or form it was just funny so i started to laugh i started to laugh really hard so i said who are these guys Next thing you know, I hear Preston Steve's show, 100.3 FM, I don't know what it was, and next thing you know, every morning, around so it 6, 7 o'clock, I started listening to these guys, and they were hysterical, and they were interesting, and they kept it upbeat, and all of a sudden, I was hooked. They were my new morning people. Hello, Amber Lava. Welcome, my dear. Welcome, Amber Lava. If you come on, stay on. I will keep popping up your name. Check out Amber Lava on her TikTok page. Also, you can listen to your name on uh, my podcast show called the Jerry Torres Program. You can click on the link once I upload this episode. I'm not going to stay up here too long, my dear, uh, because uh, I'm pretty much giving a, a tribute podcast to the President Steve Show. Anyway, so. Next thing you know, I didn't know what to listen to, so I was started listening to these guys. And every morning, it was one funny thing after one funny thing. Steve was hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. It was interesting topics. They were talking about everyday life situations, nothing about news. There was no uh, like Howard Stern had his um, had his cronies on there, you know. And it was the same thing all the time, you know. And and there was this guy that kept blowing up with curse words. It was like nothing. In his mind, everything was FFF. And I was like, oh my goodness, what am I listening to? Because now, and since Howard's on Sirius XM, in the early stages, he was, all his cronies were cursing up a storm. I couldn't take it. I was like, oh man. So next thing you know, I like I said, went back to President Steve, and every morning they were just making me laugh. Then after that, Pierre Robert came on, he was playing his rock songs, and I was like, wow. So one day um i believe i all of a sudden at the time before the internet was uh it is what it is now you couldn't upload and you couldn't hear the rest of the show i mean that was it when it came on in the morning that was it it was gone so i had to figure out a way to record shows because i again i had another job that wouldn't allow me to listen to radio so I had a walkie-talkie. I mean, I had a, um, a Walkman. I had to shut it off. You know, I had a single earpiece. So one day I bought a boombox. As long as I didn't play the radio, I put a tape in there and I started to record all their episodes. So every morning I had like three tapes, Maxwell tapes, and I started to record each and every show. When I, So when I got home, I would listen to them. It was so funny. And finally, they were like, and now you can listen to the podcast and uh, you can miss what they what happened. And next thing you know, I uploaded 93.3 WMMR Philadelphia. And still, you couldn't record, you couldn't hear the entire episode, uh, the, the entire show. It was like 10, 15, 20 minute segments of what the topic was about. But it was okay. You know, I still had their tape of the entire episodes recording. And then finally, it was like late 2000s, now you can just upload and listen to what you've missed. And now I could finally catch the whole show and listen to them anytime, anywhere. And I was relieved, you know. How you doing, Amber? You still staying on, sweetheart? Welcome, welcome, my dear. Everybody who comes on, please check out Amber Lava. Yes, you are a number nation. Team BKH. Well, Amber Lava, welcome, welcome, welcome. Wow, you got a lot of people up there. Welcome. Congratulations. Gypsy Doggy, and they left. Okay. So, all of a sudden, I started listening to them, and then one day, I think I emailed, I don't know who it was, and I was invited to check out the show, and this was before uh, I started communication school. I went back and started in communication school in 2015. (coughs) <coughs> but howard stern um and artie lang was up there and I, I used to be i used to hang out with artie lang and he was a really nice guy very funny so one day um you know uh i stopped listening to howard stern i kept listening more to president steve because they were so funny and they were talking about different topics and then it, they had no, no, none of their usual quirky cornies on there like Howard Stern does. And it was just interesting, funny topics, you know, uh, Casey's farting, uh, you know, uh, Steve Morrison's cats, and then, you know, I heard Preston's family and what was going on in the world, you know, the bizarre files and everything. And it was just clean radio, I guess you can say. And it was safe. And I, for the first time, I had a job to say, well, all right, you know, as long as you listen to these guys, you're cool with me. So I was like, cool. All right. So and uh, ever since then, I, I met them in person. I think it was in 2014, I believe, or 2013. I finally got to meet him up close in person. I went. I was invited to the studio. I wasn't the only one person I was invited. must have been like five other people. And when you're in a radio studio, uh, you have to be very, very quiet. And there's no cell phones allowed. So you put the cell phones in a basket. They market and they have cameras everywhere so in case somebody tries to steal it. And the producer, one of the I think it was Marissa Magnata, came out. And this is what I remember vaguely, but she came out and she goes, Okay, anybody that comes on, please, when they're on the air, keep quiet. Don't say anything unless they look at you and ask you a question, which that doesn't happen. Um, But it was so amazing to see the magic up close and personal and to see what they do. I mean, there was nobody talking above each other. They would raise their hands. I was like, whoa, this shows respect, you know. And, you know, there were some moments here and there. It got a little tense, you know, because I understand. It's a radio show. They try to run on perfection and it doesn't happen. But anyway, so it was interesting. They were all very nice. Steve Morrison, uh, El Excuse me. Um, (sighs) Preston Elliott, Marissa Magnata, Nick McElwain, Casey, and, uh, you know, what's her name? Oh boy. (laughs) Anyway, but they were all very cool and very nice to their fans. You know, they gave us stickers and uh, pens. and, um, And what can I say? It inspired me to go to communication school. And I did, and I graduated. I got my degree in communication, video, and television, and radio. And I'm good in front of the camera and behind the camera. And also, you know, I went to wildfireradio.com. I went there for three years. And, you know, it really inspired me to come up with my own show, The Jerry Torres Program. Now, instead of saying The Jerry Torres Show, there's so many shows out there with show at the end. So, to change that, um, I decided to put the program on there. Now, the program came from one of my idols in comedy, Richard Pryor, who had the Richard Pryor program. And I said, you know what? As an homage to my idol, I'm gonna put the Jerry Torres program. And here it is. You know, you can listen to my previous podcast shows on wildfire on iHeartRadio. Is seventy-five episodes. Uh, I've been going there for three years, but they've been so nice and so gave me the opportunity to have to let me shine. So President Steve very much. Um, so President was is from, and so Pre- I thank them every day. I met them like two or three times. I went to uh, uh, Steve Morris's wife. Claire's uh, Cat Shack um, fundraiser for animals and uh, for kittens that are like strayed out in the streets. I went to two of them. I didn't go to the one this year. I am not one of those fans, avid fans, or I'm not that guy. You know, I am not. Um, I'm mostly like, I meet them once, twice, that's it, you know. And with Steve, with Preston Elliott, I email him stuff that I see in the news and he does talk about it from time to time this stuff man he has mentioned my name and he emails me back and he says thank you so much man that was interesting or I would do videos promoting their shows and stuff or promoting them and um <clears throat> Preston would come send me back a thank you email which is overwhelming and really nice and what can I say the entire cast and crew do not turn their back on their fans even their own producer you know uh who's great and everybody is on the entire show. is very nice, very friendly, very courteous. And they show love, not just to the city, and not just to themselves in the studio, but they show what love is to the, all their fans that listen, all to all their 200 fans. I'm kidding. To over a half million fans all around the world. Now, before the internet, they usually... You had to, like, have a really strong antenna for that to broadcast, you know, but... Now, you can just upload their app, 93.3 WMMR, and you can be in the southern tip of South America, and you can listen to these guys. And I thank them every day for inspiring me to go to communication school. And many times, they've talked about stuff where, you know, there's nothing about politics. There's nothing about, like, sad news all the time. It's always hysterical. And sometimes, they twist the sad into funny you know, but they know if it's something really serious or severity, they do not cross the line to insult the next of kin or to insult um, someone with a physical condition. You know, they're very respectful and they do their best to keep it respectful. Um, but I mean, when they talk about farts, it is hysterical. Um, Kathy Romano who's also on that show she's very attractive I met her once I wasn't intimidated by her but I don't know the look she gave to some people um, gave, gave to me I was like man you're a married woman I ain't gonna make a move on you you know but anyway so I have their they, but they are now finally being recognized and they're gonna be inducted to the Radio Hall of Fame and so let us begin a little bit about them alright so here we go Preston LA is from St. Louis, and Morrison is from Long Island Native. All right. They joined forces in 1998 for the first uh <clears> of <throat> their morning show on Y100. But back then, it was called the Preston, Marilyn, and Steve and featured in 98.1 W.O.G.L.'s Marilyn Russell, who parted ways with Y one hundred after a four-year run. In 2005, Elliot and Morrison took their show to WMMR, where it, was, where it has occupied and crashed competitors in the weekday 5.30 to 10.30 a.m. slot ever since. Now, here's the thing. They start at 6 o'clock in the morning and end at 3 in the afternoon. All right, but, <laughs> but this show is long. I don't care. Um, so they found an audience, and that's in Philadelphia, but not just in Philly. They found it all over the world. I mean, they get emails from as far as Sweden, Taiwan, Thailand, and to many fans that, that love these guys. Now, Elliot and Morrison are joined on the air with Catherine Romano, who provides the news, traffic, and sports updates, exec- executive producer Casey Foster, Um, associated producer Nick McElwain and digital producer Marissa Magnata. This honor is for the whole show Morrison wrote on Twitter. Now, I I, I get on Twitter. But anyway, congratulations to you, Kathy, Nick, Marissa, Nick Murphy, Connor, and many more. There is no President Steve show without you guys. And see what I mean? They don't think about themselves. They think about the people they work with and to the people that voted. And then, yes, I have posted videos on my TikTok page When the voting came up, and I said, listen, vote for these guys. And I said to them, and I was really serious and sincere, that when Howard Stern left, I don't know what to listen to. I was listening to so many talk shows. None of them felt hysterical. None of them hit. I did buy a satellite radio, and I was listening to Howard Stern to catch up with him. But it became repetitive. And of his antics, of his uh, cronies, of... Then when they finally could curse, it was like these guys, just the F word just kept flying. I was like, okay, wow. But Steve Morrison wrote on his TikTok page, you know, keep the glass up, Casey. This honor is for the whole show. Congratulations to you, Kathy, Nick, Marissa, Nick Murphy, Connor, and many more. And I believe I read that. Um, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to, mean to be celebrating, I believe, in October 28th ceremony at the Trust Grand Hotel in Chicago to see the full list of the 2021 nominees in other words the losers yeah the losers alright but President Steve yeah yeah and the losers but anyway I congratulate those guys very and thank them so much for being on the air for inspiring people to don't let anybody stop you from your dreams you know um do not let anyone put up a wall and say you know what instead of doing this do that i think you're doing that is much better for you you know what f you i'm gonna do what i want to do you know i have a goal i have a dream and i posted um and they have something called the love you help you line in which people can go on there and promote their business for free you know and they're going to still keep that up and i think they should leave it up for a very long time because there's a lot of people that don't have the money to uh get sponsored you know to pay for sponsorship on a radio you know so people get up there and promote their business for 30 seconds and they play it twice in one day in one morning you know and I did. I pro- promoted myself. I used to work for many talent agencies. Many of them went under. Um, it kind of sucks because I used to have four talent agencies that I used to work with. They used to book me shows left and right. And I was a real busy guy. I used to do like five, six shows in one month. And it was awesome. But many of them went under. This was way before the pandemic. One in particular, I ain't gonna it called the Comedy Own. You know, um... The guy really tried his best to be statewide. He tried to open one in Tennessee, that failed. Tried to open one in Florida, that failed. And then uh, another place and another place. It was just like, you know what? They were losing money instead of making money. And then many other... Then I worked for another talent agency called Charter Talent. I can talk about them because they went out of business. And the reason why Charter Talent went out of business was because the guy that owned it was really much embezzling money and he was lying when a comedian was booked to do a show he would call and say oh something happened to that guy and then he would book one of his friends to do the show and he was exposed on a chicago news agency about he was doing a lot of wrong things and the camera was on him i believe it's on youtube and the camera followed him as usually when he knew he did something wrong you know the camera go why'd you do this why'd you do this um yeah, he did that to me a couple times. I was booked to do some shows. I was ready, packed up, and then all of a sudden we'd get a phone call. Oh, Jerry, something happened, blah, blah, blah. And then the owner of the club or the venue would call me and say, Jerry, is everything okay? Like, what do you mean? Oh, uh, I heard you were in an accident. And I was like, oh, I wasn't in an accident, but that's what your booker said. I'm like, oh, okay. And then it was one lie after another lie. All of a sudden, he was doing not just to me, but to other comedians. And now he was stealing money he he was very much a tax evasion so he pretty much charter talent was went bankrupt and they went out of business and then not just that but it was another agency those who went bankrupt and then another one that couldn't hold up their business and it was like for them and um so now i'm booking myself i am booking myself to do comedy shows And I posted it on uh, President Steve's show, the Love You, Help You line. And they posted it up. I was so happy. So I'm doing it right now. And I made a video. I'm going to post it up tomorrow of me booking myself for all of your shows. Anybody, anybody out there that has a venue that they want me to perform in, I'm already booked to do some shows, not that many, but I would still love to do more. So, if you're interested in booking me to do a comedy show in your town, in your city, please send me a message on my TikTok page or email me at jerrymtorres at gmail.com. I do fundraisers, breweries, wineries, distilleries, fire halls, and theaters. So, uh, yes, I do work very clean, and yes, I can work PG-13, Okay. So depending how you want me, let me know. And when it comes to money, I can negotiate and relax. I am not a diva, all right? Uh, I already heard of a comic that's not getting shows because this, we're not gonna say what type, what sex this person is, but already this female comic, and I already did. But anyway, who cares? But I'm not gonna say the name. But this female comic is like demanding $4,000, $3,000 a show and this, these venues are like, who are you? You know what I mean? Um, so, let's put it like this. If you are throwing a, 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 sh- a comedy, you want me to do a comedy show, and you call me and say, Jerry, but we can only pay you 500 bucks. Can you do it for $500? Yes! there. There's my answer. Yes. You know, but I'm not going to do it for $50. You need someone in Florida. No, I'm not going to do it for $50. I'm sorry. Um, and I said I'm not a diva, but I'm not a stupid diva. You know, um... But if you have a a venue, such as, again, I do fundraisers, breweries, wineries, distilleries, fire halls, theaters, you have a, I I do not do uh, house parties, and I don't do um, weddings, okay? Uh, Leave me out of those, because I've done them before in the past. Many of them were great, many of them were not. This was way before YouTube came up, all right? So, um there was nothing no bad incidents all right but i just didn't it just wasn't a place for comedy let's put it that way for me you know so if you're interested again before i leave i will promote myself again if you would like to book me to do a comedy show at your venue you know i do fundraisers breweries wineries distilleries fire halls theaters And you would love for me to do a comedy show. I could do thirty minutes up to a solid hour, so you can no worries about that. And yes, I work super clean, and yes, I work PG thirteen. All right, relax. The F words not coming flying out of my mouth, or the C word, nothing like that. Okay, so you can relax. And do I do churches? Maybe you know, but but you never know. You know, I love a challenge. Um, I might do churches. Ooh. oh my god what was that Uh-ha. so let's take that again Obscure scene take two action. yes I do churches okay now um so All rise not yet okay so again um so every year they hold a camp out for hunger that's another great thing that's why these guys are nominated with prices Steve they do a camp out for hunger Food drive in the parking lot of Xfinity Live to raise money for Phil Abundance. That's for, you know, to feed food to people that really need it. And it's amazing what they do. See what I mean? They do a lot of great things, you know, especially like uh, Steve Morrison's wife, uh, the cat shack. And the, and, the um, <clears throat> and they do a blood drive and a food drive. So these guys do so many great things, not just for the city of Philadelphia, But for the people of Philadelphia, and not just for Philadelphia, but for the entire world. Uh, And they clearly deserve to be in the Radio Hall of Fame. And um, I do email them from time to time just to say hello. Mostly stuff that I see that they should talk about on the radio. That's the only thing I do. Um, I did send a letter to uh, Steve Morrison's wife. No, before anybody said, oh, it's a love letter. No, no, no. It's a request to do a comedy show and for the next Cat Shack event. It's a perfect, this comedy club is perfect to have it. They have a huge yard. They have a big restaurant, big bar, perfect place to have it. But hopefully God willing they take my idea and uh, who knows who knows man Just think positive, stay positive things positive things will happen. Um, <clears throat> awesome So as of right now, um, you know for me personally, I, I got I'm tired of depending on other people to book me shows. so nothing against anybody that I've ever worked with before um but right now is the time where i have to book myself because there's there's a couple agencies that use their favorites and when an agency use their favorites all the time it pisses off other comics because you don't do that you give everybody a p- opportunity a chance now before anybody but well, what if that comedian's bad who cares if he's bad you know give him that opportunity to shine on stage you know, when I first started doing stand-up comedy, it was rough, really rough. I mean, I started in 93, right? And I didn't know what I, what I was getting myself into. The first time I was on stage, I did great. This comedy club owner wanted me back, but to be an MC, uh, I'll give that story another time, but I'm breaking it really short. But all right, screw it. Anyways, 1993, it was the uh, David Brenner's Laugh House. But before it was called the Laugh House, it was called the Funny Bone. Um, and it was David Brenner's Funny Bone, and every Wednesday was an open mic, and I remember I went to that club, and the owner loved my performance, and he goes, "Hey, I want you back, but as an MC, and I'll pay you twenty-five bucks." I said, like, "Whoa, twenty-five bucks? How many shows? Three shows?" I was like, "Whoa, that's seventy-five dollars, mm, can So I was an MC, and it was really rough. Um, so I I said, "Listen, I, I don't know what I, what I was getting myself into." So I took a hiatus in 94. Now, mind you, there was no YouTube. There was no internet. Nothing. I actually had to go when Sam Goody was open. I went to Sam Goody and I bought VHS of comedians like Richard Pryor. I bought comedy albums of George Carlin, Bill Cosby, Rodney Dangerfield, Sam Kennison. Um, Lenny Bruce I mean and I would just go home And listen to them on my headsets. Eddie Murphy live and raw I was like wow and I would listen to them And try to figure out the science And the, the math of comedy And I bought these books I still have them today on my shelf On how to be a comic and What to do to be a comic What's the science to be a comic There must have been like five books I read about stand up comedy But I remember this one comedian that I talked to One day I did a show it was really bad and there was a comedian that passed away. He passed away ever since. Um, but he gave me some great advice. He pulled me to the side and he looked at me and he said, uh, listen, man, I'm going to ask you this one question. All right. And he goes, all right. But before I ask you, I want you to ask yourself this question. And it's the answer I want to hear, but I'm not going to give you that answer. So he goes, all right, go ahead. All right. I'm going to throw you the answer, but I needed to hear it from you. All right. And you've got to be serious. He says, "Okay, now if you stand here and listen to my advice, that means you're interested. But if you get up and leave, that means you're not interested in listening to my advice, and you're not interested in stand-up comedy. So what's it going to be?" So I said, "I want to sit here and listen to you." He goes, "All right, I like that answer. So let's sit down, grab a pen and paper. I'm going to tell you what you did wrong, and I'm going to help you do it right." And ever since then, uh, I was under his wing and um, his last name was Tracy. I forgot his name, but he pretty much showed me the right way to do stand up comedy. And, you know, before I went on, he would go, listen, my man. Listen, this crowd wants energy. You got to give them that energy. This crowd want, you know, wants to be picked on. Pick on that guy over there and he would like guide me to do what to do. But you wouldn't do it to mock me or to put me down. He would guide me right. You know, the right way, the better way. And you know, as time went on, you know, he passed away, but uh I've always wanted to thank him in person for that, for the guidance, for that direction for opening my eyes to be a better performer on stage but it was rough in the beginning and i remember like before the internet i would go on newspapers like the trentonian the uh philadelphia inquiry to find out what's doing comedy i remember i would take a train to new york city i would, I would do like two or three clubs get back on the late train come back home <laughs> oh my goodness it was crazy back in those days i, w- I would hustle doing comedy man open mics, I don't care if it's three minutes, four minutes, I just wanted to get on that stage and get better, and I remember I would go to poetry night, you know, we were doing poetry, or like uh, people up on stage singing, you know, if you got a song, sing it, and uh, Jerry, Torres, he's gonna sing us a song, like, actually, I'm up here to do stand-up, you know what I mean, and I remember just hustling, oh, I would do like 10, 12, 15 shows in one week, yeah, you know, um, but finally I was getting the shows that I needed. Like thanks to comedy cabaret, Andy Scarpati, who saw me in 1997, really loved my set. And he goes, I want you to MC. And I said, all right, I'll MC. But he goes, if you do good, these next number of shows, I'll make a feature. And I was like, Ooh. And then from feature, I became headliner. And I always thank comedy cabaret, um, for, for making me a headliner. And there was somebody that asked me that question. Ask yourself, "Your headline? Can you headline?" I've been answering that question since day one, and I said, "Yes, that's always my answer." Yes, man. All right. Um, but you know, you never know if if you can take that chance in life. You know, um, I don't take pictures with celebrities. I know you saw that one with Danny Trejo, but Tre- Danny Trejo is a legend. All right, he's been in the business for almost forty years you know what I mean, so, I saw him, I have his book, I read his book, I saw his very first movie when he was in, and he was at that Monster Mania, and I just kept saying, wow, hey, Hazy1357, hello, 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 and there he was, and I really wanted to meet other actors that I've seen them in so many great 80s horror films, but I couldn't, the lines were too long, so, so I met Danny Trejo, and his wife was awesome he was nice I got his picture his video next to him and after when I shouldn't have shut it off should have kept it on but he said something else it was so warming and you know I was like, hey Jerry you know you did great you know thank you so much and I was like oh man Danny again thank you for posing with me next to that video and he had his bodyguard there who was a super nice guy really big tall dude but he was so cool and just a gentleman to everybody um he wasn't like you know i got muscles I mean, he didn't look like that, that type where you see like a hip-hop artist with fake intimidators you know what i mean um this guy was his was his uh side man and but he was cool he was so down to earth and he treated everybody nice there but besides all that um i'm very thankful that i have not stopped doing what i love doing you know i'm very thankful that i not listened to people that try to stop me that tried to convince me to stop and and exes in the past that tried to do that and I'm like you don't do that to me or to anybody if anybody out there wants to be an architect be an architect you want to be a fireman or woman do it you know you want to direct uh documentaries do it you know you want to design and build indie and nascar engines do it don't let anybody stop you you know what i mean don't let anybody try to convince you or or put you down or insult you um if you want to be a singer and someone says no nah, you should sing in russian restaurants i think you got the knack to sing there if you i'm gonna sing at madison square garden in a crowd of four million people you know what I mean? whatever i don't know a whole four million but if you want to be the next lady gaga or something by all means you got that dream go for it you know um Because someone said to me, and this was like a couple weeks ago, that says, I don't think you can headline. I'm like, I can ask yourself that question. I just did. I can. You just trying to stop me and put me down, you know, but it doesn't work on me. Sorry. You know, you trying to manipulate me. Doesn't work on me. Sorry. Trying to manipulate. Sorry. Doesn't work. You know what I mean? To try to make me change my mind. Sorry. Doesn't work. You know, Um, because I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You know, you like booking shows, I like doing shows, all right? So, um even though I understand the history of what everybody goes through in life, these entertainers, um from actors to singers to dancers, and what President Steve went through because they were slaughtered by other people um uh, before finally, you know, they are where they are right now, you know. And for for them to work that hard. Excuse me once I got to drink water. When I talk too much, my throat dries. Ugh, that's club soda. Anyway. For them to work hard and to ignore those that try to stop them. And look where they are now. They gain legions of fans and there's respect. And they got what they deserve because now they're in the radio hall of fame. They worked hard because people voted for them. I know I voted for them, and relax, I am not one of those uh, crazy fanatic fans, you know, that just pops up where they are. No, I don't do that. Uh, I met them like four or five times. Uh, Preston's very tall, and uh, Steve is very taller, but <laughs> but can we say we're friends? No, we're very respectful acquaintances, uh, and but they. They see their fans. They welcome them. They don't have bodyguards or security guards, and they're there. You'd be like, "Hey, Preston, I love your show." And You just walk up, shake their hands, take a selfie with them, you know, whatever. That's how they are with their fans. And that's what's beautiful about these guys, you know. Unlike when I saw Howard Stern in New York City, good God, he had like these goons surrounding him, and and like he wouldn't wave back. He goes into his car. It was two times. Uh, I saw him in New York and it was another time in uh, North Jersey. I forgot where, but I mean, he goes into his car and his goons would protect him. And then he just takes off. It's like, dude, you know, come on, man. But for me, and these guys inspired me to continue on to not just to continue, but to say to others, you know, this is what I believe in myself. You don't believe in me, then I'm just gonna drop you and be like, "Bye." You know, I had exes in the past. I try to do that with me. You know what I mean? Um, which is why I'm still single. You know, and I'm vaccinated because I'm immune to their bull. You know, um, it's hard. It's hard to imagine what these guys went through when they first started in radio. And like I said, without these guys, I probably would not continue doing stand up or or. Do get a, a degree in communications, get a degree in theater and acting. Um Amongst all that, I thank them very much all the time. And to the late, great Richard Pryor, I always thanked him. I mean, didn't thank him personally, but I thanked his daughter who I met, Rain Pryor. She is a wonderful entertainer. Wish she went back doing it because the woman can sing, can do stand up. um, She can act. Oh, my goodness. She is a triple threat. And Rain Pryor is an amazing woman. You got to check her out. Um, but you know, never had a chance to thank Richard, so his daughter was close enough, and uh, you know to the great Richard Pryor, I thank you, you know, you are my idol, you know what I mean um so before I leave this show before I leave like I'm dying, before I get off, that didn't sound right either before I leave you guys, does that sound better all right um, oh my goodness. <laughs> No, I got to go. I have to go. <laughs> Ain't that a cute laugh? <laughs> Thank you so much. I remember when I first started in wildfireradio.com when I finally got it. I mean, these guys, again, another thing Day, they have great sound effects. So at the time, I had a tablet. I downloaded the uh, soundboard, and I downloaded so many sound... This is one of them that I have, you know... That one, and applause, and uh, let me see this one here, Awesome. you know, um, so when I went on WildfireRadio.com, I had my soundboard ready, and I finally had a chance to use it for the first time, it was awesome, but I remember watching these guys, uh, when they were doing their show, I remember they had a list, and I also went to communication school, they taught you that. Always be prepared to know what you talk about, have it in front of you, you know what I mean? Like if it's news, something that happened to you, whatever, have it on a piece of paper, you know, and make sure it's in front of you because the worst thing you can do is have nothing to talk about because you just be rambling on. Like I have everything prepared to do what I want to talk about. As you can see, it's all written in pen because they didn't have the time to write it. So... When I saw President Steve do it, they were like, eh, hey, next up, and next thing you know, and he had another sheet of paper with a colored paper clip. He was so organized. And Steve Morrison with his soundboard, KC with his soundboard, it was the timing, the hysterics was right there, you know. You know, they run on perfection. <laughs> so hysterical. Anyway, so I did that. Thanks to them, also in communication school, they teach you that, but I did that and I was prepared and I remember the producer of Wildfire was like, Wow, <laughs> you know what I mean, you really were prepared what to talk about, you know, and you don't talk about one thing. You know, I talk about sports, women, cars, food, movies, you know, um, love, TKO, woman of the week. And the things that happened to me or something that I saw, yeah, I would talk about that. So I would mix it up. And again, I'm not putting down any podcaster that talks about one thing. You know, I'm not. When I talk about politics 24, I'm talking bad-mouthing them. But I mean, anyone else, that if you have a passion for cars, that's all you talk about, more power to you. If you want to talk about barbecue, more power to you. Um, you want to talk about what your kids did today. If you have a podcast about that, more power to you. You know what I mean? That's what you talk about, that's what you love, more power to you, man. But the politics thing, yeah. Anyway. So I have about a few minutes before I leave. And um (laughs) you know, um, the great this great drummer that passed away, Charlie Watts, you know, it's I am not going to, you know, I am not going to uh, bring this down on a downer, but he was a great drummer, man. May he rest in peace wherever he is. And <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, my goodness. So let me see. I'm trying to find a good closing song before I leave. I don't know what is there to talk about, man. Let me see here. Let me see here. Ooh, oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let me see. Here we go. Um, oh, okay. I got it here. There we go. I know what to talk about. Hey, let me see. I know what to play before I leave. All right. There we go. Oops. Okay. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, who out there is listening, thank you so much, Amber Lava, for staying on. You are awesome, you know. So, anybody wants to check out Amber Lava, please check her out. Please become a friend. Let me see if you are my friend. I hope you are. Yes, you are. Yes. All right. Awesome. Yes. Um. Also, go to the Spirit of Halloween. I did. I posted that video up. I'm. That's like my go place next to these four comic book stores that I go to sometimes from time to time if I want to get away. And yes, we do talk about comics, DC, Marvel stuff, Star Trek, Star Wars. You know, I love these guys. I will give out, all these comic book places that I go to, there's four of them where I live, and they're awesome. You know, the one in King of Prussia Mall—that's the biggest one. I will go back there again. It's been years, but um, you know, definitely, 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 uh, find your happy place because the comic book store is my happy place. But anyway, so again, congratulations, President Steve, for being inducted to the Radio Hall of Fame. I love you guys so much. Thank you for inspiring me to continue my dreams, to be strong. Um, uh, I brought both accounts. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Epitheca em- Emporium, bottom slash, Amber. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, I saw your red dot. Um, let me see if you are my friend. Hold up. If you are following me, oh, I am following you back, my dear. All right, Amphitheca Emporium. Thank you. Thank you so much. So before I leave, again, I am booked to do some comedy shows. Not that many. So right now, I am booking myself. So if you're interested in doing uh, booking me to do a comedy show at your place of city or town, please. I do fundraisers, breweries, wineries, distilleries, fire halls, and theaters. If you love, yes, I do work clean and do PG13. All right. And I could do 30 minutes up to a solid hour. I do not do uh weddings and I don't do private parties or house parties. Sorry, don't do them, been doing them. So if you'd like to contact me to book me a show, contact send me an email at dot gmail.com or send me a message on my TikTok page at jerry m torres and no i'm not going to give off my phone number because uh if i do it's going to be another line or maybe another phone i don't know but anyway so definitely do that all right so again one more time congratulations president steve to being took to the radio hall of fame um now i don't say thank you guys but i love you guys thank you for inspiring me to continue being strong in my dreams and let anybody stop me from doing them and I hope one day I could be a guest on your show and do a comedy show with you guys. So thank you guys so much. And uh, Amber Lava, thank you so much. And Empithica Emporium bottom slash Amber. I'm going to upload the audio podcast really soon. And uh, you can click on the link that's in front of my TikTok page. Okay. Thank you guys so much for coming on, staying on. And I greatly appreciate it so much. So, guys, please follow Amber Lava and Emporium Bottom slash Amber. Please become their friends. Please follow them. Please like their videos. All right. So, before I leave the show, let me see here. To the great Charlie Watts. Yes. Thank you so much for giving us music and to be an inspiration to many other drummers out there. So, ladies and gentlemen, as I always say on my podcast show, thank you so much for listening and as always, whatever religious figure you believe in, may you be blessed. I be fun fond fondue. I'll be back next week, so I ask you all, please don't go changing. Rolling Stones shattered. Rest in peace, Charlie Watts. Please, guys, take me away.